Word at Sports presents the Damon Benning Show with Ravi Lula. All right, yeah, we're, we're right in the swing of uh, things, getting ready for um, getting ready for Illinois Friday night on a short week. So we, we got a lot of work done yesterday, and um, you know, adjusting the week to get ready for a Friday night game. Welcome back to the Damon Benning Show with Ravi Lula, Avery Howard in for Damon Benning. And I want to tell you about our friends at Big Brothers, Big Sisters. Their mission is to support one-to-one mentoring relationships that ignite the power and promise of youth. Go to MentorOmaha.org to sign up and become a big. Or if you're like me, don't really like hanging out with kids that much, you can go to mentoromaha.org, uh, donate money, donate tickets to events or matches or whatever uh, for bigs that have already signed up to hang out with kids because um, that's not really my cup of tea. But I am I do want to help out still just from a like arm's length. I'm more of a help from a distant type guy. Uh, but go to mentoromaha.org to learn more about Big Brothers, Big Sisters, and all the legitimately terrific work they do uh, for kids in the community i feel like that kind of surprises me like coaching and love love being around like youth <laughs> like athletes athletes and stuff i like sports a lot okay i don't like kids very much honestly that's why i don't coach anymore okay is so i coached high school for one year and was like oof this is rough okay uh so then i went and coached college for nine years and so you went more the grown-up route. Yeah, and they were not that much more grown-up, <laughs> to be totally honest. They're just high school maturity with way more freedom, which is a terrible combination. Um, so that, was, that wasn't great, honestly. And I, I, told, I told Damon this. I coached because I had these ideas about how basketball could be played, and I wanted to see if I was right. Oh. That was the only reason I coached. Were you uh, right? Uh, well, yeah, somebody else <laughs> proved it before me. Um, okay. So I was like, honestly, that's kind of why I quit. I was like, oh, well, yeah, I was right, and I don't have to prove it. So <laughs> it was like, <laughs> so, so I, it was, um, I started watching the Grinnell, Iowa um, offense in like 2003, 2004, which is just this like system of basically they shoot only threes and layups they full court press the entire game and they try and turn you over as much as possible basically they want to create as many possessions as possible and they will actively give up layups if they don't get the ball back because they if they don't get a turnover because they just want the ball back as soon as possible because their volume of threes will outweigh your layups when you don't turn the ball over okay so it was this system. And basically my thought was, hey, if you ran this with better players, would it work? Mm. And so I didn't do the system exactly how they did it. But my thought was like, hey, if you put up a ton of threes, if you kind of basically you turn basketball into what Oregon's offense was trying to do with um, with football in terms of like speeding up the game, getting more possessions, all that kind yep. of stuff. Um, I was like, I bet you could get that to work at a higher level. And then, like, the Warriors came along and kind of proved that. And I was like, oh, I don't have to do this anymore. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Which I still really liked. I really like talent evaluation. That's one of my favorite things to do. Okay. So I stayed in to do that a little bit longer. And I really liked doing the strength and conditioning stuff. So I stayed in and did that a little bit longer. But 
basically, I don't think I coached full time on court after the Warriors won a championship. I was like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Check. <laughs> I'm just, I'm not a super patient person. Okay. And you have to be incredibly patient yeah. to, to coach. Yep. Um, and so I'm glad I realized that about myself yeah. before that became kind of my full-time career. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was, it was not for me. Okay. I was just curious. Like I hear you and Damon joke about it, but I was like, what, what, what's the reason? No. The, so the really funny thing is I used to be a nanny. Like in college, <laughs> I was a nanny. <laughs> and you were scarred. And so actually I like, they were great kids. Oh. It wasn't even that. It was just, as I got older, I was just like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to be around kids that much like that's just yeah. like in college it was nice because it was a super easy job and like the kids were pretty chill yeah. and the parents were cool and cute. like it was a pretty low maintenance nanny situation whereas like as long as the kids are alive at mm-hmm. the end of the day like i have done my job mm-hmm. i wasn't like educating or anything like yeah. that yeah like some nannies are like cooking and cleaning and doing all the stuff i was not doing all the stuff i was like what's on pbs today kids <laughs> um, <laughs> i watched a lot of dinosaur train <laughs> Okay. 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 So honestly, that wasn't even that. Just I kind of, as I got older, I was like, yeah, I don't want to do this. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. But you're winning. Winning it like you're winning. There you go. Like that kid seems cool to hang out with. Is that the Bats girl, Shane? The other one was. It's freaking Bats. It's freaking Bats. (laughs) Yes. On cue. It smells delicious. (laughs) Like that kid, probably not a tough hang. She seems hilarious, but... Like the rest, the, the, she might be. I don't know. The rest of the time, I'm just like, I don't know, man. I yeah. just, it's not for me. Okay. You know, have you ever coached? Huh? Um, no, I, I would. I actually think I would love coaching. Yeah. Um, I've done like little camps and like mentored stuff, but because mm. I've always been playing, usually I'm never on the coaching end. But yeah, I would. I would love. I would love to coach at some point. I got to figure out how to get back into soccer at some point because. Yeah. It's, it's killing me a little bit. Well, you called some games, right? Yeah. Recently? Yeah, yeah I did. I, I called um, my first ever women's soccer game, actually, which is so crazy to say. But it was for Omaha, and it was last Thursday. Mm-hmm. Once again, I've always been playing. So yeah. when I was calling yeah. games in college, it was a baseball, basketball. Um, and so it was never soccer. So I had done a – I had to fill in randomly like two years ago for an NAIA tournament that was happening at Clinic. Caniglia, but I've mm-hmm. never done Omaha soccer. So that was, that was pretty cool. That was, that was a different perspective for sure. Yeah. It's a totally different deal when you're like on a call mm-hmm. everything. So I did a couple of Creighton games last year and were you, were you play by play or color? Um, color. Okay. Yep. Um, I don't think I could do play by play. Yeah. I it's, I feel like it's way harder. I, I know. <laughs> I, I, the reason why I love sports to begin with is I love knowing everything else like I love being able to fill in the gaps yeah. I love the yeah. research portion so color naturally is just interesting to me I've always was the person that was like seeking out more information I want to know like who the player is off the field that whole kind of thing mm-hmm. I love the dynamic all that stuff so color just oh, yeah. naturally like, makes so much more sense to me personally yeah, yeah the play-by-play definitely I've, I've never actually had to do play-by-play oh yeah I I don't know that I would volunteer for that mm-hmm. um but no it's it's interesting when you're like actually calling a game how um, how much different the game kind of processes with you mm-hmm. in real time. Like I remember, I, so I think the first game I did for Creighton last year was, it was DePaul on Christmas. Mm-hmm. And then the next one I did was about a month later against St. John's. And they're beating the crap out of St. John's. And I'm sitting there because I'm like in every single possession, 
it feels like an incredibly close game to me because I'm just right. so deeply invested in knowing and understanding what's happening in every single individual mm-hmm. possession that you kind of lose the flow of the game a little right. bit for what's happening right in front of you. Right. And I looked up at one point, and I was like, oh, they're up by like 30. <laughs> yeah. And like I knew the score in my yeah. head, but it just didn't feel yeah. that. Like well, it was super strange. Tr- yeah, but you're also like paying attention to the other team as well. Like you have yeah. to fill in for them and fill in, you know, despite whether you're mm, – technically maybe on a Creighton broadcast or whatever it was mm-hmm. like I feel like that was my thing too last week that I'm so I did my research and I knew about Oral Roberts and all these things but the Omaha side it was just second nature it was speaking sure. a language I've spoken for four years five years yeah I know what our I know what our formation is I know what the points are mm-hmm. I know what the scout is I probably could tell you what Tim was saying <laughs> right and but then you have to fill in for like what how Oral Roberts is breaking us down or how what and I've yeah. I was never not actively doing that like real time in a game before. Mm-hmm. Like I know what they're doing or where we're not performing, mm-hmm. but then to then be like, you know, they're doing really this really great and they're doing this really great. And then all of a sudden I'm like, well, I mean, later I was talking to some of my friends, my teammates about it and they were like, yeah, we just, we did not perform at the level that whatever. And I was like, yeah, I guess you're right. But I was so focused on like making sure yeah. I filled in for or Roberts and giving them, you know, credit and paying attention to what they were doing so well. I don't think it was a definitely, it was a different perspective, like watching it eagle eye, right? Yeah, <laughs> like right. in a game, you're we just, I don't know what, I can't see who's what's not happening behind me or in yeah. front of me. So that was, that was definitely interesting. And I've done it for so many different sports during college that it was so interesting to watch that for soccer. It felt like, and I wonder if it seems like you felt if it was really different from playing for me, calling a basketball game was kind of the closest thing I felt to playing because you are so like lost in every possession. Yeah. Whereas when you're, watching as a fan or when you're coaching it was actually it's probably closer to coaching than playing where you're really invested in every possession and you're um sometimes you need to take a step back to kind of gain perspective over Mm -hmm. the entire landscape of the game calling a game felt a lot like that to me yeah no I would agree with that because there's so many things that we did for four years straight that were just ingrained in my mm-hmm. brain. They still are. Like when I watch the game now, I'm like, oh, should have stepped that way, or you know, her angle this way. The little things that just, you know, I know are drilled in your head at practice. I know they've gone over mm-hmm. it, all these things. So watching it was like kind of feeling like I was kind of at a practice again a yeah, little bit. You're yeah, like, yeah. okay, so I know probably what should happen here. I know what whatever. They're trying to do yeah, and I, I kind of know probably what the coaching point is here. Um, so that that was kind of fun for me just to kind of be more involved in it. And I think that's kind of where the whole conversation of coaching comes back in. I would love to s- – never done it, but I'm interested to see how just how much all those years of experience I had would translate somewhere just to also just give me the fill that I'm missing it a yeah, little bit. Yeah, for sure. Well, and it's kind of unique because – you don't really appreciate how much of your previous coaches rub off on you until you're teaching someone else. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, Oh, I'm a, you, you like have to make conscious decisions yeah, to yeah. differ from kind yeah. of your influences right. at that point. Yeah. Uh, I promise we will get back into Husker football here in a little bit. We have some good discussions on the YouTube comments about the quarterback position that I want to get into as well. Uh, Thomas, Fred, Dion, appreciate your input over there. Dion. We will get to, not that Dion. We, we will get to all that and more coming up next on Betting and Lula on Herd at Sports Radio.